following contest is scheduled for one fall. Hey, 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 it's your boy KJ, and welcome back to the Roped In Podcast. We are here one week shy of Hell in a Cell, or a little over one week, I guess. But yeah, we're we're almost at Hell in a Cell. Seth Rollins, Bray Wyatt, The Fiend. There's so much, so much about to happen because next week is insanity in the wrestling world. Debut of the AEW Dynamite show is is obviously going to happen. We've got it going head to head against two hours on the USA Network with WWE NXT, which is one of my favorite shows right now, and. We've got the season premiere of Monday Night Raw. Fox is taking on SmackDown Live. So much happening. Everything changing. It's just absolute madness and the best time to be a wrestling fan, I think. Woo! Yeah, that is uh, that is a heavy intro, you guys. How you been? How is everything? I cannot hear you. I hope you're okay. But <laughs> I just I hope you guys are happy. I hope you guys are happy because I am fucking angry. The fantasy league is is consuming me, you guys. It really is. I'm I'm so mad while watching TV sometimes. It's just like, come on, come on, Ivar, come on, just fucking get the pin. And uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been a bit problematic. Um, I I have mentioned earlier I'm very competitive, but as look, you know what? I'm not the last. I'm I'm happy with that. I'm not the last. And all you motherfuckers that pick Carmella. You sneaky fuckers, you guys know something that I don't, and I will find out what that is, because you cannot hide anything from me. I am coming for each and every one of you. But yeah, so we had a great week in wrestling. We had Raw, SmackDown, and uh, pretty decent shows. Uh, Raw, at least. SmackDown was a bit weird, but yeah. Uh, Raw was good, and uh, they have to kind of make it good because Fox is getting all the attention right now. Whew. I got pretty angry quite fast. I apologize for that. <laughs> but we, we've got a lot happening on the show, so let's get into it. Let's start with the breakdowns of Raw and SmackDown, and uh, I'll, I'll discuss a tiny bit of NXT. Not, I'm not going to go into details yet because um, because starting next week, uh, the podcast is going to release every Saturday. So uh, it's 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 going to be Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and hopefully uh, Dynamite. I'm, I'm not sure if I should call it AEW Dynamite or is it just Dynamite. I'm just going to call it Dynamite. So it's going to be um, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and Dynamite, all covered in one show. Concise, just kept nice and packaged for you guys so that you guys don't have to jump to multiple podcasts to listen to everything. Nope. I'm going to concisely package it all for you guys in one place and you guys can enjoy it there, you know? So that's that's the idea. And obviously like I did last week, I'll be talking about the main points. I'll avoid the, you know, your your Lacey Evanses and your your uh, whatever that hairy dude in NXT's name is. Jesus God, please someone give him a trimmer, please. He's so hairy, and not not Killian Dane, the other one, the one who was in that that challenge thing that he lost to Smiley dude. Um, I really need to learn his name. Uh, but yeah, it's it's 
it, it, I'm, I'm, I'm excited with, with everything that's going to happen because it's, it's looking, it's looking promising, you know, NXT, the two weeks that they had, they've built up their first two hour USA network show really well. They've got championship matches galore. And obviously because it's going up, going up against NX, uh, AEW's dynamite, it's, it should be a good show. So I'm, I'm very curious to see how they face each other. You know, Triple H has been doing his PR on Twitter and stuff, so so it's exciting. But um, get it back to my point. Yes, it will be every uh, every Saturday the this podcast will release. I'll have the same stuff, and now uh, I'll address it right now in terms of the fantasy league because uh, SmackDown is going to move to a to Friday, which would not really give people a lot of time to submit their their team. So what I'm thinking of doing is if you want and if you can submit your teams after the go home show of raw so the raw go home show before a pay-per-view the last raw before a pay-per-view is when you will submit your teams so you submit the five people and those five people will be carried on for after the pay-per-view like we did for you know the hell in a cell month so uh, you you submit it after Raw, and if you want, you can submit it after SmackDown as well. Whatever you guys prefer, but it has to be before Sunday midnight GMT. So GMT timings, all you American listeners, you have to figure out what GMT is if you don't know. But GMT midnight is the last time I will be accepting submissions before the pay per view. So as soon as it turns Sunday on GMT hour, you have to make sure. That your teams are submitted, or I will not be counting your teams for the following month. It just it I have to do it this way, you guys, because you know people are gonna send in their teams, and then it's just gonna be like, oh, I forgot uh, this, and then it's it's unfair to people, you know, who who picked before you. So uh, it has to be before Sunday, and make sure. So I allowed it the last time, but make sure you will have one team submission. You cannot make your changes. So once you pick your five people. And you you tweet it out to me under under the pin tweet. It has to be that. And I will be adding something this month for you guys to you know spice things up a bit. But I'll get to that in the fantasy league part where where I'll I'll basically discuss what the changes is of changes is changes are. <laughs> so um, English not good, very bad English. So yeah, that's that's the that's the I guess the. the basic breakdown of of the fantasy league but yeah it's, it's exciting times uh it'll be it'll be fun for sure and uh it, not just the fantasy league but everything coming your way and uh, I'm, I'm excited to see how everything plays out uh because yeah again it's a great time to be a wrestling fan there's so much content and i had actually put out a tweet uh not too long ago about do you guys think it's wrestling overkill with like all these shows. There's four different shows, you guys. There's Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and Dynamite. And then, if you want to include a pay-per-view as well, that's that's on Sundays. And this is not even counting Impact. That's on Tuesdays now. And then you've got all these other shows, like these. Uh, you've got Beyond and Chikara and all this. All so much happening, you know. So with all that, I, I'm not sure if if it's wrestling overkill. Or if you're a diehard wrestling fan, this is the best time to be alive. But I personally prefer, I feel like, you know, less is more. 
So I don't want to see too much of it. It becomes saturated. So I'm, I'm going to see how I feel after the, let's say, next two months or so. If if I'm going to be watching all the shows still. Or if if I feel like, oh my god, this is too much. You know? But the problem is, it's great content. So, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll have to see. But anyways... Um, Let's let's get into Raw this week. Raw. Um, so the first talking point, I'm I'm just gonna throw it out there is, uh, the OC. Uh, they have new music. It's it's interesting. It's heavy metal, which I I like for wrestling. I like heavy metal for wrestling, and they had a okay song, I guess. You know, hey man, you didn't. I don't know the words, but yeah, it was it was an okay song. But I feel like this one has more of a punch and you know, like a uh. So yeah, good good job changing the music and stuff. It looks good. I like the red and black, you know. It's it's like it's kinda like I feel, I don't know why it's this is not the case, but I feel like red is the opposite of blue. And and so AJ Styles going from blue, you know, with with his entire thing going to red and like the evil thing. It's like, ah yeah, that's that's cool. So I like that. I like uh the O C having new music and uh, they they face the Viking Raiders and Viking Raiders won with I guess uh, the Viking experience on Carl Anderson which was, was all right I mean uh, I guess they're pushing the Viking Raiders I do want to see the OC doing better uh, but you know you can't get everything so they have to build one team and I guess the other team has to kind of falter but there are so many other tag teams like I, I'm okay with you guys making the Viking Raiders, you know, squash jobber teams for a while. I'm cool with that. Do it, you know. But maybe protect some of the like the OC is a newly formed. I mean, I mean they're not newly formed, but like they've reunited and AJ Styles is a new character within this team. So I want to see them prevail and and he has to be strong as a unit. So that I want to see that. But, I mean, you know, sometimes things are such. So, what can you do? Uh, moving on, we're, we're going to jump on to Sasha Banks for a bit. Sasha Banks, Bailey, Alexa, Nikki, Charlotte, Carmella, and Becky. God, they've fucking merged all these women into one. So, uh, so I'm just going to discuss kind of what happened with all of them. Where it was, you, you had uh, Sasha Banks defeating Nikki Cross in a match. Which was a decent match. Now, Nikki Cross has been losing a lot. I liked her. Like, you remember on NXT when she was part of Sanity and she was just crazy. And she's just like, she'd just do crazy shit. You remember that time where I think it was Killian Dane that cross-bodied her through AOP? Or maybe one member of AOP through a table. And it was just like fucking bonkers. And I, and I liked I liked that. Like, I, why can't they bring that Nikki Cross in, you know? Like, she, she's tapped out now. And she's she's been taking pinfalls and stuff. So it's like I don't want to see that with Nikki. I want to see her be psychotic and make her scary. Now she's just kind of like okay, she has like this weird look and she's kind of kooky sometimes. But yeah, she taps out. She's just like any other person. Like no, build that. You had that character. You had that psycho, uh, like, psychotic woman kind of. I don't know how to explain it without almost sounding like I'm being rude. But like she. Uh, she had this this crazy aspect to her, and I liked that that she wouldn't lose matches. I I, I want to see that. I want to see that Nikki Cross 
back in again. So give me that. Give me that Nikki Cross. Just, you know, stop making her lose so much. But uh, in any case, uh, Alexa got beaten up by Sasha as well after the match. Bailey and Sasha, you know, they they leave standing tall. But then on SmackDown, uh, you had Carmella and Charlotte teaming up, which is, I mean, if you take their history, Carmella and Charlotte have not really been friends. And now they're just like, yeah, all right, we're cool, you know, for no reason, because Carmella is doing the right thing, I guess. And because Carmella is like doing the right thing, that's enough of a storyline for these guys to be like, all right, you know what, like team Charlotte and, and Carmella. But like Carmella cashed in on Charlotte after the debut of the Iconics and stuff. So it's kind of like, okay, like give me a better story maybe. I don't know. The backstage thing was a little weird. But yeah, uh, so Carmella, who is now the 24-7 champion, right? She's, uh, which she beat our truth for, which, you know, they they could have kind of made the storyline a little better where it's like truth is is surrounded by everyone in the ring and he has no way to escape it's kind of like and there's a referee in the ring and it could have been like oh you know what like uh uh our truth is stuck and like salad on commentary is like oh what can he do what can he do Carmelo's and then Carmela rolls him up one two three and then she looks at truth and she goes like well they can't pin me and then and everyone's like, wait, what? What the hell? And then and then you see the women like someone someone's music should hit, and they should start coming out, and then be like, uh oh, and then just grab Carmela and run, you know, through the crowd. They could have done that, and that would have been so much cooler. Where it's like, oh, they found a way to get out of it, you know. But instead, they they stopped in the ring. Carmela cut a promo for some reason where she's like, oh no, oh no, I'm so tired of running. Oh my god, turn out. And then. Our truth is like, yeah, I get you. Give me a hug for some reason, and then turns around and she she rolls him up. So it's kind of like, oh, okay, um, why? But they had a they had a way out of it, and like she could have been kind of saving our truth from losing the championship, but also like, and truth is like, yeah, cool. You know, I've been I've been busting my ass trying to win this title from everyone everywhere, but you know, yeah, if you want to win, cool, whatever, I'm cool. Like what? No, give me a fucking story. This is not this doesn't make sense. Give me a fucking story. They could have that could have been their out. The everyone surrounding them, it would have been perfect. It'd be like, oh shit, you know, she outsmarted them and she helped Truth retain the title somehow, but or rather kept it within their team. But in any case, so uh, she wins the title on on Raw. Fuck you guys on the Fantasy League. And then on SmackDown, you you she takes a fall in in the tag match. Uh, Sasha and Bailey. Wow. Okay. I guess they're just gonna keep winning, but uh, and Sasha's looking. You know, Sasha's looking good. Sasha's looking. She's standing tall. She's beating everyone. She, she, her mouth was busted open on Raw. So it's like, all right, all right. And then, uh, Truth. So basically, right after the match, uh, the women come back out. Our Truth grabs Carmella and runs. Charlotte is being attacked by Bailey and Sasha, but Becky Lynch. Guess who's back? Becky Lynch is back. She wasn't on Raw, which makes me wonder if she's going to be on SmackDown after the draft. But, uh, yeah, so Becky comes out. She saves Charlotte. And then uh, Becky puts the disarm her on, on Sasha, but Sasha's saved by Bailey. But cutting to the end of the show where Sasha was like, sorry, Becky's cutting a promo. And then Sasha comes out and attacks Becky. And then she kind of, like, she beats her up a bit. And then she, she shoves her face into, like, the, the cage kind of thing at the back. And, yeah, and, like, she beats the hell out of her. So it's like, okay, Sasha 
interesting. You know, she's standing tall. They're, are they going to put the title on her? Because it's still another week. Is Becky ever going to, like, you know, prevail? Uh, I don't know. But it's it's interesting because Sasha's, Sasha's looking good. She's physically and storyline-wise. She's looking fucking great. Uh, and then also on Raw, we had the Fatal 5-Way match, which was uh, Ricochet, Nakamura, AJ Styles, Bobby Roode, and Rey Mysterio. And this was a fucking good match. It was a really, really good match. Uh, so this was for the number one contendership of the title, kind of before an already existing number one contender in The Fiend for some reason. But whoever won this match on the season premiere of Raw will get a title match. Uh, and and obviously it will be before Hell in a Cell. So kind of doesn't make sense because they've been building... Bray versus Seth for such a long time. And then now they have a title match on Raw? Huh? What? Why? Doesn't make sense. But uh, I can only assume that Seth is going to retain his title next week or something's going to happen where The Fiend comes out and attacks. So, well, before I get into that, there's... Uh, so this is the order of elimination. Ricochet is the first eliminated, surprisingly, by Shinsuke Nakamura. Nakamura is eliminated second by AJ Styles. AJ is eliminated third by Bobby Roode. And then obviously Bobby Roode loses to Rey Mysterio who wins. And uh, a few takeaways from this match where Bobby Roode did really well. I love his heel work. I don't know why he's not top heel already because he's so fucking good as a heel. Like he's, a, he's a classic heel. Like maybe his matches aren't the most appealing. He's not maybe the best in ring worker. He's a good worker, but he's not maybe you know your your AJ Styles and, and your ricochets and like you know doing the flips and the sudden kickouts and all these like fancy movements. No, he's a classic like strong heel worker. Kind of like I see a semblance of Triple H within him. You know, he's he's that style where it's like his promo work is great and he's he's like. You know, a gritty, tough guy. That's what I like. I like that about him. And you don't have many of those. So Bobby Roode is that that character, and he can play it well. He did a great job in this match. I was okay with him winning this. And I was okay with Ray as well, I guess. You know, I, I don't mind Ray, But I would have liked to see Bobby Roode. But since he's a tag champion, I don't think they would have, you know, done much with him. Uh, there were TNA chants in this match when AJ Styles and... And Bobby Roode were, were teaming up against, I believe it was Ricochet, maybe? Either Ricochet or Ray. I can't remember who it was. But, yeah, they're, they're a DNA chance, which is the first thing that crossed my mind as well. And then, you know, as it's on my mind, I see it, like, play out on TV with the crowd. So, I guess it, it clicked for everyone at the same time. Uh, and, yeah, so Rey Mysterio wins. Rey Mysterio is the number one contender temporarily i guess i don't know what i don't know what to call it but he gets a title shot next week on monday night raw uh on the season premiere as i've mentioned like a thousand times now but yeah uh and then speaking of seth rollins seth rollins ends the night of of raw uh against braun Strowman, who he kind of had like a bit of a dispute with at the start of the show and uh, they have a match for some reason uh, because they're angry at each other. I don't know. They're friends, and then they hate each other, but they're not really friends. It's like weird shit, man. I don't even know. But yeah, um, uh, Braun Strowman uh, basically is is 
about to drop Seth with uh, the running power slam. But then the lights go out, and Bray Wyatt is there in the ring as the fiend. And he takes out Braun with, with a mandible claw. And then he moves back, but then Braun stands right up. So I was like, whoa, okay, can the Fiend not take out Braun? But then as Braun charges towards him, the Fiend jumps at him and takes him out once and for all. And then uh, Seth is like kind of in the corner cowering. He's like, oh, my God, please don't hurt me. Please don't hurt me. Please don't hurt me. Oh, my God, I'm so scared. Oh, my God, please. <laughs> uh, I have a match against Rey Mysterio. Then you in Hell in a Cell. But I'm really confident. But then when I see you, I'm so scared. Uh, it's like, dude, calm the fuck down. It's it's uh, it's Bray Wyatt in a mask. Like, what is it? Does he smell really bad? What What's going on? Why are you so scared? So he's petrified, but yeah, it's 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 kind of funny. Um, yeah, Seth Seth has not been great. Seth has not been great as a face. I'm sorry. I I his heel stuff is so much better, so much better. He even fumbled his lines in the start, and the crowd was like, kind of like, oh, dude, no. So he's he's on rocky rocky land right now. It's not it's not a good time for, to be Seth Rollins because there's way too much pressure way too much pressure and and you can see the guy really wants it right he he works hard to get what he wants and he's i think i think he's a great worker he's a great worker but his his face persona is not coming off as well as his heel work his heel work was exceptional exceptional so good but the this face stuff is not working for me he i feel like he's a natural heel and he needs to go back to that um so, yeah, so that was Raw. Season premiere is next week. So we're going to see Brock Lesnar return to Raw for some reason when he has a SmackDown championship match the same week. Uh, not sure. But, yeah, Brock is, is returning to Raw. Um, Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks is going to happen next week. Should be interesting. Both are gorgeous. Uh, and then you've got Ms. TV with Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan crowd was not very happy with hulk hogan they the mention of hulk hogan is still getting booze so yeah brother uh not a good time not a good time to be hulk hogan either but it's a better time to be seth Rollins than hulk hogan to be frank but yeah yeah that's that needs some some resolving i don't know how they're gonna do it but yeah rick flair hulk hogan next week on miss tv let's see how that goes um so yeah, so so let's jump to SmackDown now, where we had uh, the the night started off with Eric Rowan versus Daniel Bryan, and this was a long fucking match. This was a very very long match. I was I was surprised how long it went. Bryan, however, I guess this time was for Bryan to kind of you know uh, build up his his face persona once more, because he was he was super face, like super face like holy crap super face daniel bryan is back so daniel bryan is is back as as a face now he's doing all the face things the kicks and like he's looking at the crowd and stuff and uh the match kind of ends with uh the not interruption of luke harper but the involvement of luke harper somehow and then Daniel Bryan is like clawed. So you know that claw thing that Eric Rowan does? He grabs his head and he pulls him into the ring with his head. So he kind of did that. And uh, there was a slight botch where um, Bryan's foot gets tangled in the ropes. 
and it did not look good. Um, I, I, the thing is, so I heard, I heard on another podcast where they were like, oh, no, that was intentional. I don't think it was intentional. I don't think because the way they were trying to get it off, like the way they were trying to get it out, because it was supposed to be, you know, he, he grabs his head, slams him into the ring from the outside. Oh, my God, devastating. And then, you know, gets the pin. But I think his foot kind of got tangled uh, inadvertently. And and that's how it got stuck. It looked really bad. He could have really hurt himself. But he sold it well after the match, uh, just, just to say. But... Uh, yeah, it, the botch hurt. It looked like it hurt. He did the cloth slam thing again. Brian, uh, one, two, three, g- takes the pinfall, but um, Roman Reigns comes out to save Daniel Bryan after the match. He uh, Brian doesn't shake his hand. He's like, no, get the fuck away from me. But he's like, do you want to see me and Roman beat the hell out of these uh, ungrateful or insubordinate? I can't remember what word he used, but basically he just wants to beat the shit out of the Bludgeon Brothers. Are they Bludgeon Brothers again? Or are they like Harper and Rowan, Luke Harper, Eric Rowan, Wyatt family part two? Like, what are they? Just pick a name. So, so I just know what to call them. But yeah, it, it's uh, uh, I guess the match should be okay. Brian and it's that Hell in a Cell, which is good. You know, there's build, there's story, there's there's a reason to watch it. I do want the Bludgeon. I'm just gonna call them Bludgeon Brothers. I want to see the Bludgeon Brothers win. So, uh, so yeah, but let's see, let's see where this goes. It should be interesting. Uh, following that, uh, we we see the return of Elias in a Chad Gable kind of thing, where uh, Mike Canales comes out and Chad Gable squashes him. Cheese that poor guy. Um, but then Elias is seen on the screen and he's like singing a song. I thought he broke his ankle or foot or something. Um, that's a pretty fast recovery, Elias. So is Elias back? Is that what's happening? Is he going to face Chad Gable soon? Because he's like, oh, I never lost the King of the Ring tournament. Blah, blah. I can see that coming a mile away. Like, that's that's definitely what's going to happen. Uh, but he's not the only return we see. We also see the return of the Kabuki Warriors. Wow. Who saw that coming? Kabuki Warriors. But they're without Paige. And according to Paige's Twitter, she's uh, still recovering from her neck surgery, which she's had. So that's kind of it's kind of unfortunate. Poor poor Paige. I wish her all the best. And uh, yeah, but Kabuki Warriors defeat Fire and Desire, who were just in tag team title contention. So I guess Kabuki Warriors are your next challengers against Alexa and Bailey. I guess I don't know, but yeah, Kabuki Warriors are back, and uh, Kairi saying. Asuka looking looking dominant, so it should be interesting. I wonder I wonder what they'll do there, and uh, also because Alexa and Nikki seem like they're the faces and against Sasha Bailey. So I'm I'm a little confused on who who's playing what role here. It's it's kind of strange, but yeah, odd odd stuff, but interesting nonetheless. And then the final thing I'm going to discuss about uh, SmackDown is going to be Shane McMahon calling out Kevin Owens. Uh, he he calls him out, plays his music and stuff, and then he uh, Kevin Owens comes out and he's like, "Oh, this is not about the money. It's it's about not wanting you around, and no one wants you around. So how about this? How about basically it's it's a loser leaves WWE match. So if Shane wins, Kevin Owens is he remains fired. If Kevin Owens wins, the lawsuit's dropped, and Shane McMahon has to leave WWE." 
And this is going to be in a ladder match. So that is going to be really fucking good. I love a good ladder match. I haven't seen a good ladder match in forever, I feel. Like, Money in the Bank is the only time you really get to see these ladder matches now. And having a old-school, good old-fashioned ladder match will be a lot of fun, I think. But, yeah, uh, it's it's going to... Uh, it's going to be interesting because I think Kevin Owens can do a lot of stuff, but I wonder how Shane's going to hold up his end of the bargain. He's been very good in the matches he's wrestled. It, come on, you have to give it to Shane. He's he's held up his end of the bargain in these matches. Uh, he's even like take that five on five Survivor Series match where like Roman speared him halfway to hell. And then uh, there was uh, the AJ Styles Shane McMahon match. The Hell in a Cell match against Kevin Owens. Like, he's Shane's putting a shift, you know? It's not a regular wrestling match, with the exception of AJ Styles. He he really brings it out, you know? And I can't think of any... Even the match against Miz was a good match at WrestleMania. So it's kind of like, you know, Shane Shane is putting a shift in, and I'm, I'm happy to see... I'm happy to see this match. I'm excited for it, actually, because loser leaves WWE. It could be either guy. You know, there's a story for either man leaving the show. So, uh, if Kevin Owens leaves, does he go to NXT? If Shane leaves, is Shane off TV for a bit? And they, what is he going to do with the authority figure? There's no authority figure anymore. So, it's going to be a little different. So, it's it's going to be really interesting. I want to see how Shane kind of like, you know, manipulates his way into trying to win. Because that's, if he doesn't. Like, he's definitely going to do that, you know? It's either he's going to manipulate his way into winning or he's going to manipulate his way into trying to win. He's definitely going to pull some some tricks up his sleeve. So it should be very, very interesting as a match. I'm very looking forward to this one, especially. Uh, Even maybe more than... Kind of... Yeah, maybe even more than Seth and Bray, I would say. I, I love a ladder match. I love a good ladder match. It should be good. And uh, the fun, <laughs> there was a funny thing, though. Where when Kevin Owens issues the challenge, I guess they were really running short in time. So Kevin Owens <laughs> issues the challenge. And then as Shane is accepting, they've, they've played Kevin's music already. So you can't hear Shane talking. But you're like, you're on, Kevin. You're on. And then you kind of faintly hear it over the music. But yeah, it, it was kind of weird. But, you know, whatever. It's, it's, it's fine. It's excusable, I guess. Because they had to quickly put in the Becky-Sasha thing in. But yeah. Um, it was, it was, uh, it was weird. There's also like before that segment started, when they came back from commercial, Shane was standing in, he's waiting for his cue. And then they come back from commercial and he's just like, Shane's just like, he's kind of bouncing back and forth here and there. And then someone's like, Oh, we're back. And he's like, and he suddenly starts doing his, you know, Shane McMahon dance as if like he's been doing that the whole commercial break. So it's kind of funny. Uh, you only really see this when you're in the arena. So I kind of like I kind of figured what was happening now because like I've been for a few shows, I but like ha, you know before I went for any of these shows I didn't know what the fuck to see, or what how the shows are laid out. So I kind of know what I'm seeing now, and then watching Shane just stand there and then, you know, start dancing suddenly was really funny because uh, because he missed his cue. Uh, but yeah, so that that's SmackDown. We're the next SmackDown is gonna be on Friday night. And uh, they've advertised Becky and Charlotte versus Sasha and Bailey, and obviously Brock Lesnar versus Kofi Kingston, um, which, which should be like it will be it will be interesting. I wonder if Kofi's gonna lose the title. I can only imagine he will, 
But um, Biggie and Xavier were on the show, so uh, and and the Kofi wasn't really like a highlighted part of the show. There was a video package and stuff promoting the match next week, and that that was kind of like the biggest thing for Kofi. I feel uh, this this week on on SmackDown. But yeah, Brock Brock will. I can't imagine Brock not winning it because I guess Fox would want like a big champion, big name champion. Unfortunately, Brock has a massive name compared to Kofi. So, yeah, I, I, I can only imagine Brock Lesnar wins as much as people don't want to hear, I guess. Brock, I feel like Brock is going to win it. So, regardless, it should be, it should be interesting. It should be fun. Uh, now, just quickly, some few, few topics, um, or rather a few points on NXT. I'm not really going to go into great detail but uh my my number one thing is imperium is looking great i i i really like that team uh they they you know the the uniform way of standing and and uh, the the discipline aspect of it where it's like all right we're not here to fuck around it's kind of like the military kind of you know the 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 pose that they strike when they stand it's like freaky it's very scary and Walter looks very intimidating, so I guess I guess in that sense, Imperium can be a very big name soon. And because Undisputed Era and Adam Cole are loved so much, they might turn them face and then face Imperium maybe in War Games or something. That would be really cool to see. I'd I'd love to see that because like the NXT UK champion versus the NXT champion and his team and their team, it's like. Whoa! I oh that would be really really fucking cool. So um, let's see if they can build that in time. I doubt it because like we're in we're in September, almost October, and War Games is in November if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, it's 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 gonna be strange uh, if they just do a rush turn for for uh, Undisputed Era, but they're on that path. He's Adam Cole's facing. Uh, Matt Riddle, as we saw, so Matt Riddle versus Killian Dane finally happened. Matt Riddle uh, put the armbar, Killian Dane tapped out, so Matt Riddle's number one contender for the championship. But I guess they could have Imperium, like you know, attack Adam Cole and then build that for a few months and then culminate in War Games. I I'd like to see that, but yeah, it, in in any regard, I Imperium's really really sticking out. I, I think they're doing a great job with them. Rhea Ripley was there. Uh, Dakota Kai came back, which was interesting. I guess they they might go back to that story of Dakota Kai and Rhea Ripley. You know, uh, sorry, not Rhea Ripley. Uh, Dakota Kai and Shayna Baszler, where she was scared of Shayna. So it, it would kind of make sense if they went back to that and then Dakota won it from her. But then I wouldn't mind Candice winning it either because I think Candice is really good. And uh, who else is there? There's uh, yeah, that, I mean. Uh, NXT, I'll, I'll start being more detailed once they go up against uh, AEW, which is pretty much next week. But yeah, it's uh, there's there there is still a lot to be desired. But I guess they're holding their horses until they get USA two hours. You know, I think that's what's about to happen. So once they get USA two hours, then I guess they'll they'll pick up and and they'll go from there. So yeah, there's a lot of wrestling to watch for my part, but it, again, I'm I'm not I'm not complaining just yet. Let's see how it goes. Uh, but yeah, so that's Ross Smackdown and a tiny bit of NXT. 
so how about we go into the next segment, which is... Five of the Week! Five of the Week. So, this week, trailing off the list is Chad Gable. Chad Gable has come out looking pretty strong. He he almost beat Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin had to resort to disqualification. Uh, with his brand new scepter, black stuff. Looking really good, Baron, I have to say. Um, but yeah, Chad Gable, his, his his stock's risen. You know, he's not he's not that random person backstage to come out and lose anymore. So I think they could really build up Chad Gable. And the crowd's really behind him. You know, Baron Corbin and him had a great match. So, and, and they seem to have like ring chemistry. So that's, that's really good. You know, Chad Gable, I, I personally think that his stock has risen much more than, than most people this week. And, uh, and yeah, so Chad Gable trails this, trails this list with, uh, with the number five position. And uh, talking about rising stocks, Rey Mysterio is back on the list. Rey Mysterio is, is back in the picture, rather, title picture. And uh, I guess, you know, Dominic has really put in, you know, uh, some sense into his dad's head and he's like listen dad you better fucking keep winning or else I'm gonna beat the shit out of you so so Ray's at number four this week where with a earning a title shot and uh, you know it's it's good to see Ray back in in some sort of prominence in some limelight uh number three I'd say Carmella Carmella as well wow Carmella winning the 24-7 title they uh, again as I said earlier in the show that he sh- they could have done that better they could have taken that that a little better, but you know I'm okay with Carmella uh, winning the title and like you know changing the story up a little bit. You know, 24/7 championship can be won by anyone at any time. You never know. And Carmella pin truth for it. And I'd like to see a guy be able to pin a girl as well, right? Like, they should allow that. So, but yeah, Carmella. And then uh, on SmackDown as well, she had a match. So they're they're giving her some importance once more. So that's. That's, I guess, good to see. You know, it's good to see. So, Carmella is number three this week. Number two is Daniel Bryan, who has almost properly turned face. And he he pulled out a classic Daniel Bryan match. You know, the, the long, uh, the long-styled match where he's, like, taking up fucking ass-whooping for most of the match. But then comes out at the end uh, looking victorious, even though he lost. And uh, you see him, like... You know, rough around the edges, kind of beaten up, bruised, sweaty, kind of a mess. But, like, that's Daniel Bryan for you. That is fucking Daniel Bryan. That is how, that is why everyone loves the guy, because he's, he's never going to give up. You know, he's going to keep fighting until until his heart gives out. And that's, that's kind of why we love Daniel Bryan. And we saw that again, you know. We saw him moving away from the heel gimmick into this this face Daniel Bryan thing again. And I'm, I'm happy to see it. You know, he's a yes, yes, yes. So, Daniel Bryan, number two. And number one this week is Sasha Banks, who stood tall on both shows, in my opinion. Looking great, fantastic, good matches. And I could actually see her winning the title from Becky Lynch. That she's got the most going for her, in my opinion. I think she could she could really pull something out of the bag. And, and if they put the title on her, that's good. I'll be happy with it. Becky... 
Becky doesn't really have the opponent, and 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 that's what you want, right? You want you want a champion to have a credible opponent, and that's what Sasha Banks has become. She's through these weeks. Uh, if anyone's taken the pin, I guess it's been it's been Bailey. So it's kind of like, you know, they're they're not really burying Bailey, but they're also using Bailey to enhance Sasha even more. And I'm happy with that. I'm really really happy to see uh, Banks take this take this new not a new role, but she's kind of like become this this prominent figure in the women's division and and probably gone all the way up to becky's level you know she's she seems like she could defeat becky and i i'm i'm believing so sasha banks number one this week on the five of the week and now guys it is time to answer some of your questions So I totally forgot to post something about, you know, what to name the segment. Again, like if you guys have any ideas what I can name this segment, it'd be great. Because I just it's just the question segment. I I wanna I wanna have a name, like you know, like Pot of Thunder has Thunder Chat, so I wanna name it something. So yeah, like you know, get a trending hashtag. Like uh, I have the hashtag R I F L for the roped in fantasy league, which I'm trying to get trending, so I'm I'm gonna try and get you guys to like you know, use hashtag R-I-F-L. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, I have to come up with something for this. I just, I forgot. Um, but, yeah, so uh, first question comes from Neck, at Kerry Neck. Uh, he asks, is the Whammons are too unpredictable and fight and need to be separated by ref spot literally the only thing that WWE can do for a women's title feud? Yeah, yeah, actually, I never realized. I never noticed it until, like, I just read this now, where it's kind of like, yeah, that is true. That is very true. It's um, it is that that spot is kind of overdone, isn't it? Uh, where they they just uh, they have uh, the women just brawl and then suddenly you know they're like hey 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 break it up break it up uh, come on and then yeah they, that's very true. They need to do other stuff. Um, but yeah, it, it is a bit overdone. Definitely overdone. Uh, Rahul at Rahul is ninety seven one two. Is John Cena a shape shifting alien? Yes, that body is. Is impossible to get. There's no way his body's natural. There's that that he's just like uh, blocks of muscle, just like glued together with super glue. It's just fucking disgusting. Like I don't know. Uh, but yeah, he's he works hard for it though. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> uh, Ian Milne at Milne1989. What's your thoughts on the new logos for Raw and SmackDown? And uh, so there's a supplementary question which I'll get to in a second. But uh, the raw thing is okay. Um, not not the best. I guess the old raw is war logo and the one that was in the metal kind of thing during 2002, 2003. I like those. Uh, the raw is war obviously is like the classic one, which I guess is universally loved. But um, but yeah, so uh, that that was kind of my favorite. But like this one's okay. It's better than the one they have currently. The one they have currently is garbage they're both raw and smackdown i fucking hate them both they're just so blah they're not good i don't like them so i guess it's tiny bit better uh, i want to see something different i want to see something more grittier and like this is way too clean and like polished no i want to see like fucking you know it's 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 a fight it's supposed to be a fight give me the fight feel this is just like it's like you know let me polish my little car hey <laughs> i don't want to fucking see that i want to see something like resembles fighting some aggression that's why i watch wrestling 
because it's a combat sport-ish kind of thing. But yeah, uh, so but it's again, it's Raw is better than the old one. SmackDown's not bad. I, I don't mind the SmackDown one. Uh, I believe it's uh, does it have the Fox thing included in the thing? I hope not. But SmackDown, yeah, SmackDown's alright. It's it's not the best one they've had. The the best one was obviously with the SmackDown with the exclamation mark, uh, with the black and blue. The was that the second logo? They had like these logos come out. This picture that was trending on Twitter, where it, they had the Sm Raw and SmackDown logos of like throughout uh, time, and the SmackDown one, yeah, definitely the black and blue one. Uh, black, blue, and white, I believe, were the colors, and uh, it had the exclamation mark. Whichever one, the exclamation mark, that one was, was the best SmackDown logo. And uh, what's your favorite Raw and SmackDown theme songs of all time? This is easy. For Raw, it's super easy. It's uh, the uh, Union Underground. I still listen to the song, by the way. Union Underground uh, had, had the Raw theme. Uh, it was called, and I'll pull it up in a second here. But uh, that the the Union Underground uh, theme song that that used that Raw used rather across the nation. That's the name of the song. Across the nation, uh, best the best Raw theme song ever uh, for sure. It it works so well with with the drums and everything. It was just uh, let's get it on. Move to the music. Play that fucking music. Move it to the music. Yeah, get it on. So yeah, as you can see, I cannot sing. So, <laughs> but yeah, that that's my favorite one. And uh, the SmackDown theme song, God, I don't know what the name of this was. Yeah, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and look for it here. Uh, it was uh, it was uh, it's the one that starts like, <laughs> come on, yeah. Well, it was my life, my time, my son, my son. Uh, okay, I think I found the song. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's it doesn't have a name. It does not have a name uh, on on YouTube at least. But I'm I'm gonna okay. It's just it's just playing. All right, you know. Um, yeah. So this is the one. I don't know if you can hear. It. Hold on. Let's let's try and see. So that was the one, the SmackDown one, where it kind of because I maybe I liked it because it would like you know show the fist and stuff, and then the explosions around the fist. I fucking love that fist for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, that was uh, it was it was really cool uh, in that sense where uh, it was it, it kind of had a feel to it. Uh, I, I'm trying to was uh, was the Rob Zombie song also uh, the theme song for SmackDown? I can't remember. But yeah, I, I kind of like this one. Uh, I think the name is called "I Want It All." That's okay. That's one of one of the titles of, of one of these YouTube videos. So it says "I Want It All," and uh, yeah, that, I, I I really like this one for for some reason. Uh, maybe nostalgia. I don't know. But yeah, so across the nation and "I Want It All," Raw and SmackDown respectively. 
Uh, Cammy Hutton at Fat Pirlo. Has there ever been a time where you were done with wrestling and never want to watch it again? What episode of Thunder was it that made you do that? Uh, yeah, Thunder's been fucking so difficult to watch, you guys. Um, I know most of you are uh, have followed me here from the Pot of Thunder. But yeah, it was... <sighs> Thunder's becoming so difficult. And I haven't... like Ollie's been sick this week. So we haven't recorded Thunder yet. But I'm I'm like just the thought of watching it is is making me like nauseous. Just, it's so bad. It's, it's really that bad, you guys. And Cammy, please stop watching it. It's just really bad. Uh, but to answer your question seriously, I don't think there's ever been a time. There has been times where it's been really bad, and recently, like in the past year, uh, where Raw and SmackDown were just god awful. So that would be the only time where I almost like felt like shit. Maybe I might fall out of wrestling. But then they picked up and they've been changing stuff around, so it's, it's piquing my interest again, kind of. But they've, they've got a lot of damage control to do. So, yeah. Um, Kyle in moderation at Restless Monarch. What major surprises do you think WWE will have in store for the debut of SmackDown on Fox? Kyle, you always have the nicest and most thought-provoking questions. I, I, I really enjoy your questions, honestly. You have, you have... Guys, check out Kyle's questions. Like... He really put some thought into them. So thank you for that, Kyle. Uh, major surprises. Um, you know what? There there have been rumors, and I, I kind of don't want to be that guy to to break some news if, if you actively try and avoid spoilers, you know, for, for shows and stuff. But, but this is kind of the social media world we live in. So if you don't want, just skip forward to the next 30 seconds when I tell you to. And uh, you could, uh, and yeah. So, uh, but but there's something. Uh, there's there's a rumor that uh, they'll talk about. So skip 30 seconds now. Uh, Johnny Nitro, John Morrison is apparently signed. So I think he could be one of the surprises for Fox. It'd be interesting because he hasn't been in the show or in WWE rather for a while, and he kind of made a name for himself outside. So that that could be one of them. Uh, in terms of other surprises. Uh, I don't know, man. There, there's, there's a lot of stuff uh, that they could do. How much will they do is the question. I feel like maybe John Cena, Undertaker. There, there, there. People have also been speculating, and this is not a rumor that I've read, but people have been speculating that The Rock might show up, and I, I would like to see that. You know, because SmackDown is kind of like based on his catchphrase. You know, that was supposed to be The Rock's show, but. Yeah, it's kind of like, okay, uh, well, if it's a show, why is he never on it? So I would like to see The Rock. The Rock showing up would be interesting and would be really good for the show. So they definitely should do that. And uh, yeah, uh, that I think that that's the big one. And uh, maybe Ronda Rousey. Maybe Ronda Rousey. There's, there's no mention of her anywhere, but yeah, they, they might want to get someone as big as Ronda Rousey back. So yeah. Those are those are my predictions. Uh, and the final question is from Gareth Allen at Gareth underscore Allen. For someone who stopped watching weekly TV and mainly gets updated by a podcast, is it worth watching the shows yet or just highlights? Well, uh, thank you, Gareth. I'll, I really appreciate that. As, I'll take that as a compliment, even if you didn't mean it that way. But uh, yeah, uh, the fact that you mainly get your updates via podcasts... Uh, Right now, yes. Next week, for sure, I would watch the shows because there's going to be a lot happening. 
on everything on raw smackdown nxt and dynamite like next week is going to be heaven for wrestling fans because there's there's going to be so much happening on all the shows on all the shows they have to because if they don't it's just going to be like a letdown for all the fans because next week they're building up so much and then if if it falters people are going to be pissed people might stop watching wrestling altogether you know because next week is is number one is the debut of uh, of the new season right it's a debut of uh, smackdown on fox it's the debut of dynamite and it's a full two hours of nxt on usa network rather than one hour on the network and one hour on the usa thing so uh, rather one hour on the usa network and one hour on the wwe network like they've, they've everything's gonna be two hours on the usa network so it's kind of like a fresh new thing for everything right and that that in itself is very intriguing that in itself is very interesting how they're going to take that and 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 go with that so if there was ever a time to watch all the shows i would start next week and then whatever piques your interest whatever you think is is good enough to continue watching just watch that if you didn't like raw don't don't watch raw after that if you didn't like smackdown do not watch smackdown after that if you like dynamite continue watching dynamite if you liked nxt continue nxt you know whatever it is like i would say start next week and and just enjoy the shit out of all those shows because they have to be good shows and and if they're not well then you know you as a customer of of the product you are allowed to make your decision based on that you know and that, that goes for everyone not just you gareth like everyone if you enjoy it watch it if you don't don't watch it you know because that's how they improve the product that's how they make it better if the show's not good why would you waste your time watching it right for me i've like the reason why i still watch it if it's bad is because it's become a habit and i know a lot of people have that but there are people who've been watching wrestling since they were kids and they've stopped watching you know i'm just one of those people like wrestling is just it's that thing that i do this time of the week you know it's just ingrained in me just been doing it for so many years i can't imagine not doing it so yeah it's just that's just kind of how it is where it's like i'm watching the show kind of out of habit now and uh, i don't think i'll ever not watch it you know unless they obviously stop producing them but yeah if you if you've already stopped watching like gareth has and you get your you know updates of the product through through podcasts or through whatever you know whatever means let's say social media or uh hulu highlights youtube highlights whatever it is like just if you do that i would suggest watching all the shows next week and then picking after that and that would that would kind of force wwe to realize like you know what if we if we build the show up so much and we don't give the people what they want well then we're fucked so that would kind of have to twist their arm you know into doing something like like it did earlier this year where they they realized oh shit we're putting on bad shows and we have to fix that so yeah uh yeah so that's that's the last question Thank you for your questions, you guys. That uh, really, really helps me to to kind of you know put out your ideas and and kind of build on top of them. That gets me thinking differently. So you know, you guys are influencing me. Uh, I I really don't know how much I'm influencing you guys, but you guys are definitely influencing me into thinking you know different ways. Like Gareth's question, for example, or or even Kyle's. Like I wouldn't have thought of you know those things had had you not put it out there. Or, you know speculated 
uh, building on what you what you guys asked. So thank you so much. And uh, yeah, now we are on the the trivia section of of the show. And uh, last week's trivia was uh, surprisingly much easier than I expected because you guys, uh, some of you guys, were like, oh, easy. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 Paul Heyman. <laughs> I was like, damn, okay. I didn't expect that. That was that was pretty good. And but there was a little thing where you could kind of hear it in his voice, you know, and uh, and some of you guys. So the the correct answers that were given to me were by at Carrie Neck, at Rosas Monarch, at Rallis Nani seven one two, and at one two three Ali one two three. Oliver Drake, uh, Rahulis Nani, Kyle in moderation, and Neck, so respectively backwards. Uh, so congratulations, you guys. You managed to to get the trivia right. This week, I am going a little more modern. So, um, um, oh, but but before I, I get to that one, uh, take a listen. This is actually what last week's trivia sounded like, or rather last week's audio clip sounded like without the enhancements. Take a listen. Before we start this evening's festivities, I want to make one public statement. Chris Benoit, you will never get another shot at the WWE title as long as I am general manager of SmackDown. So that's last week. And this week, I've, uh, as I previously mentioned, I am going a little more modern. I'm going a little more recent. Uh, take a listen and uh, tell me tell me who you think it is and uh, and, and oh so this is what I'm gonna do right uh, before I play it at roped in pod we'll have a tweet pinned up where you can post your your trivia answers so every week at roped in pod whenever you guess the trivia just tweet it down there so I can keep a track because like what you, what happens is you guys. Uh, you just send me a tweet, and then like I lose that tweet amongst like other tweets that I get. So, so just to keep in one place, at Roped and Pod, the pin tweet, give your answers on that, and then uh, at that KJ guy will have the the fantasy league points and and your teams there. So, uh, so yeah, so trivia. This is uh, this week's trivia. I'm not gonna give you any any clues because apparently last week I feel like maybe I made it easier. So I'm not gonna say anything. Take a listen and guess who this is. You know, I think Ambrose would fit in perfectly here. Despite the fact that I destroyed him earlier, he's a tough bastard. And when he's not facing me, well, he's a winner. And that's what we need here. We need winners. I need you to go out and win against Seth Rollins tonight. And we don't need any weak links. So that's the the audio clip. I because I know it. It's like, oh man, you guys have to get it. Like it can't be that difficult. But I sometimes it's like, oh man, I know this voice. Who is it? Who is it? Ah, it drives you fucking crazy. So, uh, but yeah, it should be interesting. You guys have, you guys have uh, eight days this time to to submit your your answers because you know the next podcast is gonna be on Saturday. And uh, yeah. So uh, is that it for the show? Is that I can't remember. I don't think there's anything. Oh wait, we have the fantasy league point breakdown. And who is this week's leader? 
And uh, is 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 it the same as last week's leader, who was the restless monarch? Is it is it still him? Restless monarch last week was leading with forty points above everyone else, and this week there have been some changes. So unfortunately, Kyle at restless monarch is not in the lead anymore. He has been overtaken. And unfortunately, Kyle is not even in the top three this week. That's how that's how much people have overtaken him by. In fact, the guy who overtook Kyle has overtaken him by double the points. So Kyle right now has 45 points, right? I'm sorry, Kyle. That's really unfortunate. But Kyle has 45 points. And the guy who's number one has 90 points. So I'm going to build it up. So I'm going to give you the... The three people, right? So so the top three. And uh, trailing at number three, we have Ty with Gareth Allen, who has 61 points. And at Supernova619, who is Peter Jenkins, both Gareth and Peter have 61 points, and they are in the third position, tied. And just above them, with a 70 points, is at Carrie Neck. So congratulations, Carrie Neck. You have moved up. You are 70 points at number two, but number one with 90 points is at Devesh underscore Mirani. So Devesh, congratulations. You are 90 fucking points. How the fuck did you know Carmela is going to win the title? That is insane. Why would you even pick Carmela? That's nuts to begin with. And yeah, Devesh, Devesh is number one with ninety points. Can he can he maintain his position at the end of next week and Helena Cell to be able to get the chance to send an audio clip in or ask me to read something out on the podcast after Helena Cell? This is uh, it is it is going to be very interesting, very interesting, and uh, I will announce the winner on the podcast of. I don't know why I keep switching accents. I don't know why I do this. I'm sorry, you guys. This is it's force of habit for some weird reason. But <laughs> I will announce the winner of the Fantasy League on the Helena Cell podcast. And uh, speaking of the Helena Cell podcast, I have confirmed my guest for the Helena Cell podcast. And uh, if you are a listener of Inside the Ropes, you do know this gentleman. You have heard him before. He is known as the voice of wrestling himself. David J. McCutcheon is going to be returning to podcasting, this time not with Inside the Ropes, but with Roped In. So I've, I've requested David to come and join me on the Hell in a Cell journey. And I'm very excited. Uh, he's, he's accepted my request, and he said he will be on, and he will watch Hell in a Cell, and he will talk about it with me. And David and I get along famously he's the loveliest man it was it was it's his birthday today so please go and wish him and let him know that uh, that kj guy asked you to wish him and uh from the roped and pod as well you know it's it's some marketing gotta gotta butter him up a little bit you know gotta gotta make him happy uh but yeah so david's gonna be on the show re- re- recapping hell in a cell and on the same show i will let you guys know who the winner is uh of the the Roped and Fantasy League of the month, Hell in a Cell month. I'm just going to call it the pay-per-view. So whatever pay-per-view we end with 
or rather whatever that pay-per-view is of that month. We will name it that. So the Hell in a Cell month, the winner will be announced at the Hell in a Cell recap. And uh, for the following month, so um, first of all, let me check what our next pay-per-view is because I, I don't even know what's, what's after Hell in a Cell. They, they, sometimes they start talking about it early, but uh, this time I'm not even sure. So, uh, oh, great. It's Crown Jewel. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Uh, <laughs> so, Crown Jewel will be our next pay-per-view. Now, uh, fuck, do I want to include this? Because um, then uh, after that, because that will be uh, October 8th. Yeah, so it's the next pay-per-view because the one Survivor Series is November 24th. Ooh, okay. So, so I guess that does count as a pay-per-view. Um but okay, so Crown Jewel 2019, October 31st is when this pay-per-view is taking place, apparently. And October 6th is Hell in a Cell. So not a lot of time uh, between the two. But uh, but yeah, so Crown Jewel, I'll have to figure out who to get for that one. Oh, boy. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be interesting. But um, I might actually try something that, uh, that uh, I've done before. Hmm. Okay, I've got an idea for this. I, in fact, I just thought of it. So, so yeah. So uh, for Crown Jewel, for the Crown Jewel month, what we're gonna do is we're gonna have a a uh, a stipulation called the Champion Stipulation, which means basically when you guys pick your five superstars of that month, one of those five superstars is gonna be your champion, and that champion will have their points, he or she will have their points doubled. So every week, whatever points they get will be doubled and added to your score. So everyone can pick, let's say, you know, you could have five similar superstars, but people can have different champions, which would mean that there will be different winners based on, you know, whoever their champion is. So that is going to be the stipulation I'm going to add in for for the Crown Jewel Month, uh, which is following the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. So start with the Raw after Hell in a Cell leading up to, to Crown Jewel. And so when you submit your teams next week after after SmackDown, you guys are going to pick a champion. Do not forget, you have to pick one champion, and that champion will be, you know, the, the person that gets you double your points. So make sure you pick an intelligent person and, you know, not, this is where strategies come in. Do you want to pick someone who's going to win a championship or do you want to pick someone who's going to consistently get you points every week? Like that's that's a tricky part. So uh, it's kind of like if you if you play uh, English Premier League, uh, the fantasy league. So that that we have that that thing where champion uh, you captain someone, and the captain gets double points. So it's it's kind of like you know taken from that, where you champion someone, and that champion will get you double the points. So uh, so I'm gonna introduce that next time. So so after or rather whenever SmackDown ends this coming week. Uh, or rather Raw, because no, SmackDown's going to be on Friday. I apologize. Raw. So right after Raw, submit your five, and then and we'll take it from there and uh, all the way up to, to Crown Jewel. So, uh, again, not SmackDown. Raw this time. Submit it after Raw, and then and we'll go from there. So, uh, yeah, don't forget. And uh, uh, there was something else. Oh, yeah, also, if you... Do not watch Ground Jewel. I completely understand. There's a lot of people that don't, but your points will still be added with with if you watch it or not. It doesn't it doesn't really make a difference. 
And uh, yeah, so try. You guys have to kind of like beat Devesh, who's uh, who's doing strikingly well. I'm doing garbage, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna release the entire table uh, 24 hours before Raw, so uh, you guys you guys can check out all your scores and see what your chances are of winning. And yeah, and then make your adjustments and pick a five brand new five team of five. You know, whatever you think works for your following month of Crown Jewel. And uh, and we'll take it from there. So yeah, you guys, uh, thank you so much. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, please. You know, I need I need a subscription here because uh, it helps me build my numbers. Uh, if you haven't already, uh, leaving a five star review will also be very very beneficial. I I really it'll help grow the podcast. It gets it up there in the rankings. I um, I can't stress how much it makes a difference. You know, just a five star. And, and, you know, if you'd like, say a few words, that'd be very, very kind of you. And uh, make sure you follow at Roped and Pod at that KJ guy uh, across all major social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, and Vero. I don't even know who uses Vero, but it's there. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, uh, stay tuned. I hope you guys are enjoying the show. And uh, if, you know, since, since, the uh, this whole thing has started it's been a crazy roller coaster but so much happening and i'm so happy that i'm doing this and thank you thank you so much for all your all your interactions and and all your support thank you i honestly mean that from the bottom of my heart and like always since you guys are still here kj out